Welcome to What's Next with Eric Wood, where we will prepare you to make your what's next in life your best yet. Today, you just get me. I am the guest today. I will be the guest of honor. And for the next five weeks, I will be releasing a solo podcast each and every week with just me on there. And you'll understand why it's that five-week period from Thanksgiving to New Year's that I'm choosing to release these five episodes. And I want to start off and I want to tell you what separation season is. You saw it in the title of the podcast episode. Here is what separation season is. And separation season comes about this time of year because most of the population between Thanksgiving and New Year's, they put their entire life on cruise control. They will indulge like no other time throughout the rest of the year. They won't move the needle in any part of their life. They'll abandon their routines all because that's what everybody else is doing. And when everybody else is living that way, it will give you a chance to separate from others, but also separate from the former version of yourself. And this is not a beat yourself up episode. This is to see where you're at and simply say, it's time to make your what's next in life your best yet. I didn't understand what separation season was outside uh, of football because when I was playing football, Christmas, the time between Thanksgiving through Christmas and, and New Year's, that was work time. I never quite understand understood when people would say, well, I always put on an extra 10 pounds through the holidays. I never understood that until 2018. In 2018, I, I experienced the first holiday season as a non-football player for the first time since, I guess, high school time. And even then, I was playing basketball during that time, so it was still a work time for me. I had the same routine. Well, in 2018, I realized that from probably the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving all the way through New Year's, pretty much every single day of the week, there is some type of holiday gathering, holiday party in between, work parties. The boards I'm on would have Christmas parties or holiday parties. There is bowl games. There's college football games. There's NFL games. There's college basketball games. There's a reason pretty much every single night of the week to indulge, to drink, eat like crap. And for me, that was the first time I ever experienced it. And, and I didn't understand it at the time. And maybe I thought eventually this will slow down. Well, for the first time in my life, starting January 1st, I said, you know what? I'm doing no cheat days, uh, eating wise for 30 days. I'm not going to have a sip of alcohol. I need to rein this back in because I had just gotten so off kilter during that time that I needed a reset. For me, separation season happened to me early in college. And I understood that there was a separation season when I was playing college football, and it was the month of May. In the month of May, back in 2004, when I got to college, at the University of Louisville, you did not receive a scholarship check for that month, and you could go home, but you were not getting a scholarship check. You could stay on campus, and you could stay in your dorm room, but you didn't have to work out. You didn't have to do anything in regards to school, but you were not going to get a check. So I decided I'm going to stay at school. I'm going to work a little bit so I can pay my car insurance so I can eat, pay for gas and all that. But I'm going to stay at school. And the reason I decided that was because I had got mononucleosis my freshman year. Uh, I think a lot of college students get mono their freshman year. I wonder why. But anyways, I got mono. I had lost a bunch of weight. I missed spring ball. I needed to get in better shape. I needed to put on some size. 
needed to put on some muscle. And so for me, that was an opportunity. It was a 30-day period where everybody was going to be gone except me. I was going to get one-on-one coaching in the weight room. The, the strength coaches would teach me how to grow grocery shopping, what nutrition, proper nutrition for an offensive lineman really looked like that I had never been taught in my life. And during that period, I was able to catch a lot of people. I was able to catch a lot of the guys that I was behind on the depth chart and come fall camp that year. And I worked out with the guys all summer and everyone was there in June and July. But come August, I ended up starting as a redshirt freshman. And that changed the course of my career, which essentially changed the trajectory of my life. That month of May became sacred to me. That became the time every year that I would separate myself, separate myself initially to gain on the depth chart to become a starter for the Louisville Cardinals. Well, eventually I was competing with guys around the country. I wanted to be the best center in the country. And although I was the second center taken in the draft, I actually played guard my rookie year and the Bills moved me to guard. So I technically say I was the first guard taken in the draft, even though I didn't play guard at all in college. But I say all that. That was a period of time in college where I could compete against myself and separate from myself and also from others. And I've observed throughout our society that that time is upon us now. I, I heard about it from Ed Milet last year. If you go back and listen to a podcast he did last December, it was a solo podcast around separation season. We're going to kind of do five, a series of five podcasts. He did it on one. Ed's a buddy of mine. I hope he doesn't mind me piggybacking his idea here. But I told you that story about the month of May and how much that changed my life. And I feel like this time upon us right now, if you are able to really dedicate yourself and even move the needle a little bit. I always talk about in my speaking engagements, 1% daily improvements. 1% daily improvements do not look like a whole lot. But two things here. One, if normally during this holiday season, you're used to going backwards on your nutrition, on your emotional health, on your finances, your career, if you're used to going backwards during this time, even just moving the needle a little bit forward will set you up for a monster 2022 because you'll be starting further ahead. And also 1% daily improvements over the course of a year results in 37 times improvement over a year. I would always think, okay, if I got 1% better each day, that would be 365% better at the end of the year. That's 3.65 times better. Well, because of compound interest, it actually ends up being 37 times better. Never underestimate the power of 1% daily improvements. So you need to think about to yourself right now, what exactly are you trying to move the needle on in your life? And I talk all the time on the podcast about how we should all strive to be successful in all buckets of life, not just finances, not just health and fitness, but all buckets of life. So think about right now, your faith, your career, your fitness level, your relationships. If you're an athlete, where can you move the needle during this time? And and maybe it is competing against others, but really let's focus on how can you separate from yourself during this time and move that needle. I always say that the best gift that you can give someone is something that they would not buy for themselves. I'm challenging you personally to give yourself the gift this holiday season of separation, moving the needle in your life. And recently I've been so convicted. I listened to a sermon by a guy named Ashley Woolridge. He's at CCB church 
out in Arizona. He talked about keeping the Sabbath holy. So I am going to try and move the needle and be super dedicated during this five-week period by also keeping a Sabbath. And I love the way Ashley Woolrich said it. God can do more in your six days of work than if you did seven and it was on your own. And, and so I'm going to give, try and do my best. I, I, I struggle uh, being a workaholic at times. So I'm going to try and take a full day off each week. And that looks a little different for me because I call games on Sundays. I travel for work on Saturday, sometimes travel for work on Monday. So I need to find a day during the week that can be devoted fully to rest, recovery, to family relationships, emotional health. So one day a week towards that. And I believe that God can do tremendous amount with my just six days of trying to separate during this season. And I'll say this, it's hard to catch people when they're running at full speed, when they're full speed ahead. But when they rest, think about the tortoise and the hare, you can catch them if you keep moving forward. Even if you can't get them, if you're both at full speed, you can catch them during this time. And I'll also say, you're gonna have a lot of little mini wins and they may seem insignificant, but as Jason Selk said when he came on the podcast, and if you haven't listened to that one, please go back and listen to it. Jason Selk is phenomenal. But keep track of those daily wins at night. Keep a list. Write down, because writing it down makes an implant in your brain. It does, I believe he said, nine times more uh, apt to sink in if you write it down. Write down those small wins each and every day. Make a list of them, because then you will gain self-confidence and based upon historical data, the number one indicator of success of performance is self-confidence. So track those wins. So we are going to talk about a number of different things over the next four weeks of how you specifically move the needle in certain areas. But I just want to start now by asking you some questions. What is one thing nutritionally you can do to separate yourself during this holiday season. And I'll admit, as I sit here and record this podcast today, my wife and daughter made a cake and I was out of town when they served it, but they served it to my sister-in-law for her birthday. They made her a cake. I tried it last night, I ate it with ice cream because to me, no dessert is complete without ice cream. Everything needs ice cream with it if it's going to be a dessert. So I'm not gonna beat myself up over that, but there are things I'm going to do nutritionally to offset some of the sweets that are gonna come through this time because I'm not a robot, and at times I still like to eat like an offensive lineman. And if you've ever followed my Thanksgiving, uh, where we weigh in in the morning and weigh out at night, I can put on a ton of weight in one day, but I'm going to do things on the back end to get it right back off. So some things I would recommend, maybe you intermittent fast during this time. Tremendous research out there. Intermittent fasting can be a powerful tool, especially when you're going to have bigger meals. So maybe you don't eat for 12 hours. 14, 16 hours, maybe 18, 24 hours after periods of really getting off the wagon, but that'll get you back. That'll cut the inflammation and it'll hit that reset button for you to where those calories aren't just adding on to a weight. Maybe you start tracking your calories during this time. Maybe you use the MyFitnessPal app or a number, one, a number of other apps that are available out there to see how much, how many calories you're truly taking in each day. Uh, each day. And maybe you say, besides actual holidays, I'm not going to have sweets during this time. I know that won't be a rule in our household. Uh, my, my kids got my wife's sweet tooth and I'm a weak man. If it's in the house and it's accessible, I'm probably going to dabble in it. Can you be more consistent in your workouts? 
each and every day? Can you do something at home? Can you get a workout in maybe prior to some of these bigger meals that are going to be coming your way? Maybe you have a holiday party at work. You know, it's coming later that day. Maybe you cut back a little bit uh, during the day nutritionally uh, on some of your calories, then you catch a workout. And so it's not just compounding at the end of the day. I think this is a really important one, but what is one thing relationally you can do to separate during this season? Maybe you can serve the homeless in your community. Maybe you can start attending church in person again. Maybe you can eat together each night with your family. Start praying together before bed. There's so much you can do relationally during this time. Besides just the fact that you're going to be spending naturally more time with your family during the holidays, maybe there's a few other things you can do to move the needle relation, relationally to have those super strong relationships. And uh, studies have shown throughout history, it's not the healthiest, it's not the skinniest, it's not a certain gender or race that lives the longest, it's those with the healthiest relationships. So do not neglect those. What's one thing spiritually you can do to move that needle? Is it a daily devotional? I mentioned attending church. Maybe you pray for meal, pray before meals as, as a family. Maybe you start memorizing scripture each day. Maybe you have your daily quiet time with the Lord. Maybe spiritually, uh, this is a time that changes the course of your life because of how you dug in during this separation season. What is one thing emotionally you can do? I mentioned the quiet time. Maybe that's meditation for you. Maybe you add in some comedies and not so much drama, maybe a little less Breaking Bad, maybe a little, maybe a few more comedy specials on Netflix at night to just add some levity to, to be good for your emotional health. Uh, be aware of certain foods that may trigger anxiety for you. I know for me, uh, alcohol and, and crappy food can lead to times of anxiety uh, the next day, uh, especially if I add a bunch of caffeine on the back end of it. And just be very aware of maybe behaviors that can also give you anxiety. Anxiety generally comes when you're not living to your values. If one of your values is nutrition, proper nutrition, and when you break that, you can catch anxiety on the back end. And last thing, what is one thing career-wise you can do to separate during this time? For me, I know during COVID, I was trying to use that as a separation season for the podcast. I started reaching out to bigger guests, and I couldn't believe how many said yes. Couldn't believe some of my favorite authors, you know, John Gordon and these guys agreed to come on. And Ed, Ed Milet came on the show. There were so many great guests that were that were out of, I say out of work, they were they were at home because of COVID. Is there areas like that that you could piggyback on? Is there more sales calls that you can make? Is there more time on the phone connecting with others? Is it doubling down on marketing during this time, knowing? that people may be buying products, buying gifts. What is it that you can do career-wise that can move that needle, similar to how I took that month of May in college and went all in for a month when others were taking a break? And I understand we're all wired differently, but when others were taking a break, if you can put the pedal down, you can truly separate. And look, we all have these cell phones in our hands. It is a comparison machine. I am not asking you to be in constant competition with others. Sometimes it helps to have someone that you're aspiring to be like, and I think that's healthy as well. You know, you don't want to put them on a pedestal and everybody's different, but there are certain characteristics of others that you may want to emulate. But use this time to separate from yourself. My list personally, the five things I'm going to commit to during separation season is I'm going to intermittent fast. 
at least a 12 hour break in between meals, in between dinner and breakfast, and maybe it's lunch, at least 12, shoot for 16 to 18 each day, me personally. I'm going to work out at least six days a week. Those are not grueling workouts. I got bad joints. I had six lower body surgeries. Trust me, not every workout is a half marathon for me, but I will work out six days a week. I, I follow up those if I'm at home with my sauna space sauna, and then I jump in the pool for those that follow me on social media. That gets my day going right. Number three, I'm going to serve the less privileged in our city around Christmas, and I'm going to bring my kids along with me to see that. I think relationally, that'll be great. Philanthropically, you know, it, it, to serve others refreshes you. Uh, our, our family verse, Proverbs 11, 25, he who refreshes others will be refreshed and a generous person will prosper. We want to be generous during this holiday season. And also we are going to take a family Disney trip in December. And that is going to be a special time relationally where we can connect as a family. I'm going to commit to daily quiet time. I shoot for 10 minutes a day, whether that's using my Headspace app, whether that's maybe reciting a memorization verse that I have from the Bible that I'm working on with my new leaders leading leaders uh, group out there that, that's been so impactful. And, and shout out to David Nurse for getting that set up, uh, a Bible study from across all across the country. We're all participating, but I'm going to commit to daily quiet time. That'll be great for me spiritually and emotionally. And the fifth thing, I'm going to commit to solo podcasts. You know, it takes some nerve for me to get in front of this screen and on this microphone and just record myself. It gives me imposter syndrome at times. Who would want to listen to just me? But you know what? I'm going to commit to it because, A, there's been a lot of people that have reached out and said, hey, we want to hear more from you. We hear from your guests all the time. We want to hear more from you. So I'm going to give the listeners what they want. Maybe you could share it a little bit more. Maybe that moves the needle on this podcast to make a greater impact. So I'm going to tell you, separate from you. If you generally shut it down and indulge during this time, that's okay. Separating will be easier then. If you're trying to take someone's spot at work or you aspire to maybe that C-level suite, maybe you're trying to earn a scholarship and there's others that you're competing for for that college scholarship athletically or academically, maybe this is that time that you pass them and let me, let me rephrase that, not maybe. This is your time to pass them. This is the time. Separation season is now upon you. It's time to start building towards 2022 now. And it's time to make your what's next in life your best yet.